Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... We going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's KO hyphen FI.com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So. Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Baby D Rock D Livingstone. Woo! Yo, another day. Back in the satellite office in Wally World, Connecticut. Yo, I got here last night. Well, it was it was afternoon. And I pull up, and it looks like something was missing. You know, they have a guy who comes around, and he does, he does the, he takes care of the grounds. He's not Mexican. Um, why did I say he's not? He said, because he's not, you know, because he's, he's not Mexican, that's all. And so he, he the first time I, I, well, not the first time I met him. Um, earlier in the week when I popped back out here, you know, I go to park in my spot, and he's in my spot, you know, a little pickup truck. A little low pickup truck, not the big giant, you know, pickup truck with the flag. No little pickup truck, you know. He's parked in the first spot. He's like, do you, do you need to park there? Am I in your space? You know, and then because like, he was down, he was further down from the parking spot. I'm like, no, you, you're like, you're like parked right here in my spot. So he's, oh, okay, you know. 
And he says, oh, okay, like he was going to be moving fast. And he just kind of moves slow. You know, he's got the, he's, he's a gardener, but he had the plumber's crack. I guess to call that gardener's crack. Is that gardener's crack? Mm -hmm. So he's there, moseying on down. He comes down, he moves the car, whatever. Pulls in, I'm like, all right, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He, he doesn't look like a gardener. You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, but you got, you know, you, you do what you got to do. I'm not, I'm not mad. You know, he could be knocking somebody upside the head or hanging somebody, I guess. I don't know. And so... He um he moved the vehicle. I come back yesterday and I'm looking and I'm like, yo, wait a second. The tree is gone. Now, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know there was an episode with these trees, right? And it's not even the tree. It's the the occupants of the tree. I was tempted to buy a BB gun. I haven't, I've never, I've never shot a bird before and i guess that would be inhumane what's up tarshell you know to shoot a bird but i looked and i and i liked the ambiance in the morning because the the birds had taken up residence inside of the air conditioner so i was like yo you gotta put a cover over the air conditioner on the exterior you know there's like a little cage so they put that the cage there but the birds dismantled the cage and so they were back inside the um they, what's up, Maggie? They were back inside the, the air conditioning unit. So, you know, you hear them in the morning, the chirping. It's a lovely sound. Yes, it's a lovely sound. My cinnamon raisin bagel and uh, pumpkin is pumpkin season. It's a lovely sound. Birds chirping early in the morning. And so I pull up. The tree is not there. Now, you may recall, I, I, I went to some extremes to try to keep the birds from defecating on the tree this was their morning routine and i think they did this intentionally to spite me you know they had it out for me these birds had it out for me and it was what's up it was a little problematic you know i had to get a i, I had to go to some extremes i had these large 50 gallon garbage bags so i oh yeah I, i'm not gonna shoot them I opened up the, the, the garbage bags. I covered over the car. You know, I got like two bags. I got a small car. I got a mini, I got a mini. So it's a, it's a small car. It didn't take a whole lot to cover it over. And, you know, then during the night, though, and I put some water bottles in there to kind of hold it down. I really didn't do a good job of, of securing the garbage bags on top of the mini. But I'd get out in the morning. The bags are blowing all over the place. And they still defecate. And I could hear the birds laughing, you know. It was just... It's just something else. It was, it, was, it was a problem. But when I pulled up yesterday, I noticed, I noticed the tree needed to be trimmed a couple of days back, you know, early in the week. I'm like, they think they trim the tree because now it's hanging down. Like the birds don't even, they don't even have to, they can just, you know, the lid is already down. They can just take a dump. It's like, oh, this is crazy. They need to trim the tree. You got to trim the tree so the roots go down deeper. You just don't let the tree go wild. You, know, you got to help to shape it. I get there yesterday, and the whole tree is gone. They cut the tree down. And now I'm like, why would you cut down? And I'm thinking, since this guy is really not like a landscaper, they said trim the tree, and he went and trimmed the entire tree down he just cut it he just leveled it Boom. gone the tree wasn't dying it, it wasn't obstructing you needed to trim it just you know just like that it was 
branches that were hanging down. You just need to trim it, a little pruning, you know, a little, I learned that from Miss Harris. You just got to trim it, you know, a little, a little, he cut the whole tree down. I don't like, why would y'all cut the whole tree down? You think I would be excited about this because now I don't have to worry about the birds, but I had grown accustomed to the tree being there. You know, all trees matter. They shouldn't have cut the tree down. That's what I'm thinking. They should not have cut the tree down. Why would they cut this tree down? I just don't understand it. It is, um, it is beyond me. You know, I got two episodes up. I don't know if you listened to um, Ernest Gibson III. He's a, he's a professor and a, um, a writer. He's got a book out. And so he was on the show. I posted the audio clip. So you can find that on um, iTunes and Spotify if you haven't already listened to it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because um, I interviewed him. It's good guy. I've been following this guy for some time. And um, he was a professor. I like his story. You know, he didn't, he didn't grow up reading and stuff. But he found his passion in, in academia and started pursuing it. And now he's on this, um, you know, he's, he's riding these, these bikes now. He's like, he's going like full throttle. He was a runner and um, a sprinter in track in college in track. And then um, he continued. Got into long distance running. And um, yeah. So him and his partner, um, you know, he wrote this book as a tribute to James Baldwin. So it's out there. It's nice. Yo. I'm like, yo, I like people doing, you know, doing something different. I find it, um, I find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. Like, I come into this, this is my, my D&D that I, um, that I frequent. When it was open, you had like an older crowd. Hey, Sherry, you had an older crowd of people who would come in, you know, white people. And, and it's just different. In the morning, I'd pop in because it was quiet. It had a little corner in the, a table in the, in, in, in the corner over there. I'd come in, put my headphones in, you know, write my blog, do whatever I was going to do, and then go along my way. This is pre-Trump uh, era. And, um, and, but as Trump got into office, you can see the climate changed in, um, in the restaurant. The manager of the restaurant is a Muslim woman. And so she's in full, in full what's up, James? She's in full gear early in the morning. So, so now that there are more Muslims that work there, and uh, it just, so you have like an older crew of white people who are just, some are just crotchety. You know, some of them, I think I named one of my characters after Chet. I would see Chet on the trail Chet was an older gentleman. You know, he would walk. He'd go for his walks. We'd cross each other. You know, I'm running and he's walking. How you doing, Chet? <clears throat> I was like, Chet was, you know, was a cool white guy. Come in, you know, sit down, chill. This is pre-Trump pre, um, coming into office. But as he came into office, you started noticing, or start thinking about running, you started noticing, like, the change. Like, in, in, in the dynamics, people start talking. They feel uncomfortable. You got to take a side. You got to take a position. Some of them was just like, he's an idiot. You know, these white people just, uh, just like, he's an idiot. You know, he just speaks really. Like, at this point in stage in their life, they just don't care. You know? And I can get with that. But I guess it feels, I started to ask her this morning, do you get a sense of um, things changing for you? Do, do you get treated differently? Uh, because they, they, it's like you got to have a, a, an enemy, it seems like. And so 
after 9-11, I know most of the, the, the uptick in terms of crime sort of picked up. And I'm wondering if they, they get treated any differently. Hmm? Since then, Wally World was one of the last... Um, <clears throat> One of the last states in Connecticut to celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, they used to, the KKK used to meet at the uh, the town hall. I discovered all this after uh, moving out here. Nancy told me, hey, Derek, by the way, thought you should know. The KKK used to meet at the town hall. <laughs> okay, Nancy. That's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, interesting. And they started posting throughout the town, like downtown. Somebody went around and started putting up all lives, I mean, white lives matter signs. But they got very specific. Now it's just not, it wasn't just all lives matter. It was white lives matter. It's like, okay. Okay. So Nancy went on a mission and started taking the signs down from around town. I haven't seen them. She sent me a, what's up, James? She sent me a, a, a picture of them. It's like, wow. People are really getting invested in this, um, in this thing. I don't know, have you ever lost or misplaced something? Hmm? I'm sure you have. You've lost or misplaced something. I was on a search. I had this, uh, this older phone that I used sometimes when I was doing the, the show. So I'd have a phone situated on the windshield. And I'd actually have two on the windshield and one on the, uh, the passenger side window so you get some alternate views. And one of them, I, you know, so I would use one, one, the, the older phones for recording video. It would capture the audio as well. So if I wanted to use the older for a podcast, I would have that. And um, so in, in taking notes, I had some notes and some older material inside of these um, phones. Some of them I backed up and didn't. So there's some stuff that's on, on this older phone. And I could not find this phone. And I was obsessing over it, man, for the last couple of days. I'm asking, you're looking for something, you misplace it, and you start looking in places that you know you haven't been. But maybe, maybe, maybe it's underneath the refrigerator. Why would I put an old phone underneath the refrigerator? But I looked. I got on my knees. I shined the light from my, my headlamp from uh, when I got running, looking underneath the refrigerator. I'm on my knees. I'm like, you never know. I could have I dropped the phone and then kicked it. And then it slid underneath the refrigerator. It's possible. It's possible. It's probably not probable, but it's, it, I looked. I looked either way. I looked in the kitchen cabinets. Maybe I was putting up the dishes and I put the, the dish and the phone inside the cabinet. I looked there. You know, I looked in my bookcase behind the books. Because maybe I rested it on top of the books and then... It, it, it pushed and it fell behind. I've seen that in movies, so I figured I'd look behind in my... Not there. I asked my sister, Hey, Yvonne, did you see my... No, Derek, what? <sighs> did you check the car? No, I didn't check the car. I checked the car. I looked in the car. I looked... I looked. I moved the seats back. It's a small car. It's, it's a very short, you know, mission that I'd be doing. I'm looking around. I moved the front seat, moved the passenger seat, moved... Doing a lot of re can't find the phone so I'm stop obsessing over because you know I have other things to take care of but I don't know if that ever happens to you and I don't have anyone to blame you know to, to ask when you live with someone you know your 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 spouse or your children you can ask them and with some sort of have you seen honey have you seen my socks 
Honey, have you seen my tie? Honey, have you seen my phone? Honey, honey, honey. No. And you realize there is no one. You know, yeah, my mother used to tell me this thing, James. She used to say, where did you put it last? And that's when I discovered my mother wasn't really that bright. Because if I knew where I put it last, mom, mother, I would just go there and find it. But it was the question. And she would do this repeatedly. And I realized it's not my mother's fault. I, I, I put stuff down I forget. This has been happening since I was young. You know, you misplay, you put stuff down, you forget what's going on, you get distracted, you're doing something else. But that question, yo, where did you put it last? If you knew where you put it last, it wouldn't be lost. So yeah, I did. I checked my old clothes, James. So I, I'm going through, you know, I fold up the socks, do, do the stuff. I haven't lost socks since I've been single. You know, it's amazing. That's one thing I'm grateful for. I haven't lost a pair of socks. They all seem to go into the dryer and the wash and come out. I put two in there to come out. I give myself a round of applause. It's a game, a challenge, folding up the socks, getting them all punched together. And I look. So I'm looking around. I'm looking around for it, James. I'm like, yo, where could it be? I check my other clothes. I check the clothes that I put up. Are they there? No, it's not in there. This thing has been going on now for at least two weeks, man. You know, because I used to keep everything together, you know. I bring stuff with me just in case, because you never know, you might you might need to do some recording. So I have my tripod, I have my, my, my microphones, everything in the bag with the phones. So I had it all together, and I'm like, where did I put this, you know? And sometimes I drive around and I have an extra phone out. In the event, I see a bear coming by, I already got the phone. Because I got the navigation on one phone, I pick up the phone, I could have taken a picture of the beer, but I wasn't ready. I was not prepared. I did catch the deer the other day. I said, I'm not going to obsess over it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to, you know, move forward. It's not, you know, I'll find it eventually. I get in the car this morning. I look in the glove compartment, you know, and um, I look in here. I open it up. And there's the phone, you know, so I found the phone. I found, I solved the mystery. Now I'm waiting for it to charge. And now I'm thinking like, yo, this phone, hopefully, hopefully the heat has not damaged the phone. You know, I could see this as part of being some investigation. They're looking for the material. They're hoping that the heat from the phone hadn't damaged the contents of the phone because what's on here is going to solve the case. This is what's going to solve the case. And I don't know if you can see this, but remnants of the case, of this, this, this phone case, started to come off. Remnants of the phone. And I would see parts of the phone on the floor. I'm like an investigator, man. I should have been an investigator. So if I'd have focused in school, I could have been an investigator. I watched enough Law and Order. I could have solved some cases. I'm smart. I look, I see some of the black ridging on the floor, and I'm like, this is the phone. So the phone was here. I'm like, okay, so the phone was there. But where's the phone now? The phone has been sitting in the glove compartment all this time. I don't know. Yo, I don't know if y'all know or not. James. My man Ravenel II, he's got a magazine coming out. I'm so excited for that magazine to drop. Oh, my God. Yo, 
you you realize how um um you ever purchase something and then afterwards you find out it's on sale it becomes like yo do you go back and ask for the difference i i'm that guy i'm that guy i i don't i don't like to be that guy i didn't like when people i'm not i'm that guy though i might go back Listen, I was in here last week and came back and I noticed it's on sale. So do I, how does that work? Do I get the difference? Do I need to return the item and then get the, would I get the difference then? I don't know. These, these are questions that I ask. I think it's reasonable. I think it's, re I agree, Tarsha. I think it's reasonable. It's a reason. It's not an unreasonable request. I think it's reasonable. I will I will go back this. I don't know what that is, but that is a that would drive my sister crazy. This bug right here, y'all. This bug. I gotta show y'all this bug because. Can you can you see that? That bug, I can't zoom in. But it's right on the white part of the um near, near the trimming. My sister is like deathly afraid of bugs, yo. That is the, um, that's the microphone. See, that's, that's the microphone. It gets the good sound when, I, when I'm talking. So, like, I'll use the audio from this, and um, <clears throat> it'll be a podcast. I haven't gone to the news yet because I try not to wake up in the morning and, like, I, and just consume the news and just get right back to, yeah, go back and get my, yeah, I'm getting my return and get the difference. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back and get my, um, but I purchased this item online. You know, it converts, uh, <clears throat> making ebooks. And so it will convert your text into a, a PDF so you can then transform this into an electronic book. Yeah, so I have some thoughts that I want, that that's why. I was searching for this because the thoughts were inside of this phone. You know, so I need to extract it from there and, and pull it all together. You know, this, this little, I don't know what that is, man, but I know if I had that in my pocket, I could rob my sister with that, with a bug, you know? Imagine getting robbed. But what did he have? He had an insect. He said if I didn't give him, if I didn't give him all my money, he was going to put the insect on me. She would, um, she would freak out. Hives. You know, screaming, high pitch, octave. I don't know what octave is above soprano, but it's above soprano. That's the level that we're going for. Mm. I haven't turned into the news yet because um, I'm trying not to start my Monday that way. But uh, I will eventually. So I've got the two podcasts out, <clears throat> two episodes out. Uh, we had a full week last week. Who do we have up this week? I'll meet your Turner, and we have um, a man, uh, he's a doctor, a gynecologist, uh, and, a, and a triathlete. Um, yeah, cool guy. You know what I mean? I'm thinking of starting a book club. Mm. An audio book club. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of starting a book club. I, I, this guy is putting on the mask. He, 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 I don't, he just put it on like, it just... He just put it on right here on his on his face. Let's get a message from Nisha Crenchlow. Um, like I've done like, no, Nisha, I haven't uh uploaded. Like I'm talking, I'm responding to her question, you know, her text. 
via this as if she could hear me. She can't hear me because she's not on 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 the text. So I done you're doing batch recording. So you you batch recording for those who don't know, you do a a, a group of recordings in a batch. That's what I call a batch recording, and and then you edit them and you release them. And so I have I have a few that I need to to continue to to release and. And Anisha Crenslow, hilarious. She's got fitness schmitness. And now she's taking up, uh, she's riding a bike. I guess it's easier on your knees. It's a different, different, um, a different, you know, a different roll, way to roll. Ba-dum-bum. A different way to roll. You bike rolling. Anyhow, I'm just going. Yeah, so that, that's that's where we are right now. So I've done, you know, I have some, some, episodes to release i'll get some editing done get some release done and um yeah we'll keep it moving so we're excited about all the things that 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 are taking place there's so many people who have who during this pandemic had have used this time to either launch a business uh re-educate or they just sat around and just got um got fat i put on i don't i don't have i haven't got on the scale i don't know if i put on any weight i know my hair got longer as if that was the thing that happens during the pandemic. Like, you can get a haircut. But I have clippers. So I could have cut my hair. I couldn't understand why people just buy some clippers. Get some scissors. Cut it all off. Go bald. You know, I said, <clears throat> I want to cover the news because you wake up in the morning and that's the first thing that you see. But you got to be aware of it. So apparently in um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Matt comes out of his house with a knife, chasing police. And police fatally shoot him, and we start protesting in Lancaster. And then you have two reporters who were arrested while covering the uh, the shooting of the two serfs in in, uh, in Compton. So it's, it's things are really starting to pick up, man. And it's getting worse. It's not gonna it's not gonna get better. And 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 I can imagine him just sitting in the office, you know, just grinning, just enjoying the chaos. There's just some people who like chaos, you know. There's some leaders who like chaos. They thrive on controversy. They tr- thrive on chaos. I had one. I had a district manager <clears throat> who was, uh, you know, he, he liked pitting one manager against the other. So in this particular instance, he's got, he's got two locations. Um, one Hope Street. One is down the block. Uh, it's run by a, an Hispanic Latino manager. And one up the block. Run by me, black guy. <clears throat> and so they would have these contests that they would have going on. And so he called himself, called me one morning as I'm getting ready for the day. So Saturday morning at this particular retailer, Saturday morning, you know, you, you're getting payroll and stuff done. You're getting the ads, getting ready to, uh, the new ad is about to drop. So you got to get the old ones down and get everything situated, finishing up the truck, whatever. I got some stuff that I'm not, that I'm working on. I'm really not. In the mood to, to for your for your little uh your shenanigans early in the morning, and so he calls himself, "Hey, what's going on? Where are you at in this contest?" Well, right now I'm in the middle of um, looking at talk right now. Right now, in the middle of uh, <clears throat> you know, working on getting payroll out. Want to make sure that I get scheduled up. That you know, I had stuff, I had tasks, I take care of. You know, but he wants to he wants to you know play this game. So I'm like, okay, whatever. What's what's up? So why? You know, with the two locations, I'm trying to get an understanding, Derek, why, you know, I forget the guy's name, whatever. And I don't want to make up some, you know, 
Latino name, Carlos Roberto Ruben. I think his name is Ruben. Yeah. So why is this, you know, you guys in the same location, pretty much the same demographics. Why is he, his, uh, well, I forgot what the contest was. Why is he trending so much higher than you? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to dig into that. But I really can't dig into that now because I'm standing on the floor talking to you in the middle of, you know, I'm at the front counter. I really can't go into that now. And I'm the only one here with someone else. And so, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't avoiding him. Just like, that's not the time. And like, and why is he, it's a contest. It has nothing to do with the revenue. Yo, what is his, what is his pharmacy score like? That's where the rubber meets the road. My pharmacy score is better than his. I know this would be a fact. I know this to be a fact, and I know that when I started at this particular location, it was not the case. And so, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, because this contest is going to be over, and pharmacy customer service is where, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where they were making their bread and butter, you know? So, I'm feeling pretty good about my performance, feeling pretty confident. But he was really hammering, he was on this, this thing, like, why, why? You'd have to ask him. Come to find out, fast forward, this guy gets um gets the axe for cheating. So here it is. You are pressing me about why my results and putting him and I at odds, you know, because you you you, you figure well I would be competitive. Like no, I'm not competing with him. I'm not competing with somebody else. Like no, I want to be the best that I can be. But that doesn't mean that I'm gonna try to you know beat you and put you down and, and look at you all cr- I mean, that's not how I roll this is just not me like yo that's your game that you playing and some leaders like this this adversarial or controversy you know real it, it, competitiveness no, no that's not me I'm not motivated by that that that's 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 short term and because it was short term you start making decisions based off the short term to get a short term victory to impress your boss like i'm not doing that to impress you he went to extremes to impress you and as long as you like yo he didn't get he got caught the jig is up oh, he got found out mm-hmm. and so the moral of the story is people like controversy they like this whole chaotic stuff and so rather than come to the american people and say yo let me say something that's unifying that will that will bring the country together. No, I'm going to pander to my base. I'm because I like controversy and I know it sells. I know it sells. And the media, the mainstream media is just like, yo, they they play a role in this. You know, they they amp it up. He's going in the wrong door. That's the exit. You know, they play a role in this. They, they, they constantly, oh, look what he did. And it's like, y'all start, start like whiny little kids, man. No, you know what he's doing. He's been doing this his entire life. Why are, you, why are you trying to get all worked up like you're surprised? That, oh, I'm outraged. Yeah. No, he's been doing this for a minute, man. This is, this is not, don't act surprised. Stop. Like, oh, we got him. Bombshell. Come on. Y'all just, yo, look, hold him accountable. Yo, he's a racist. Call him out. Say he's racist. That's it. You know, he's not leading. Say that. You know, you're pandering to your base, man. Come on. Like, if you were a real leader and you were about it, about it, about unifying people and, and America and it's going to be America first and you're saying that, but what do you really mean? It's like coded. What do you really mean when you're saying that? Are you saying that you're, you're for everyone or you're just saying you're for like a select few? Because I remember. 
I remember. There's a guy who's like, yo, there's this saying, you know, he had, he had said, yo, it's like, yo, if you, the, the, the easiest thing to do is, you know, give somebody else an enemy. Mm-hmm. And if you can convince the, the lowest white man that he's better than this black guy, yo, you don't even have to, you, can, you, can, you don't have to worry about it. You, he'll give you his money. Just this whole idea of, I just butchered the quote. You want to find the quote, search it out. I'm not Google. My name isn't Google or Uber. I'm Derek. I say that when I come in to a restaurant and I'm picking up an order. It's like, uh, Uber? No, I'm not Travis. If I was Uber, Travis is not even Uber anymore. But, yeah, no, I'm Derek. And you see my name there. You see my picture. You know who I am. Come on. Everybody should know who I am by now. I run the number one podcast in Connecticut. You should know who I am, yo. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, yeah, don't do that. Hmm? Don't do that. Yo, if you want to unify the nation, come out and make a statement that's going to unify the nation. And that would be a great time to do that, you know? Take an L. Like, no one would have said, no one would have blamed you, blamed this guy for, for the pandemic. You didn't cause it. But they're blaming you for how you're handling it. And then the, the sad part is people are not going to, they're not going to, like, I'm not, I'm not taking a vaccination. I'm, <laughs> like, I've never gotten a flu shot. Like, I'm not starting, man. Listen, let me tell you something. That's the, that's the, I don't know who started. Let me tell you something. And, and, and please tell me something. Because you cannot tell me that that is instilling trust. And when you don't have trust, like, that's, that's the basis of your relationship. And we're in a bad relationship with a narcissist. And, like, people are standing like, yo, he ain't no good, he ain't no good, he ain't no good. And no matter how much you tell somebody, he ain't no good, he ain't no good, he ain't no good, until they see it, or she ain't no good, she ain't no good, until they see it for themselves, yo, you just, just bounce. Like, just get as far away from them as you can, because they're not going to change. And you be sitting around there getting yourself all worked up, you know, you come over, he got knocked upside his head, or she got knocked upside her head. You're like, yo, what happened? He gonna change this time. No, he's not. Not gonna stop until you're either dead, you know, or he finds a new uh new supply. You know? And that's why I'm like, yo, I, I was thinking about this episode very seriously. I'm 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 you know, I'm I'm not moving fast as I as I typically would with certain things, you know, but like, yo. This is, this is this narcissistic behavior in, within relationships. Yo, this is serious, man. And that's what we're in. We're in a... No, I, I'm out. Like, I'm just bounce to go across the border. Like, I'm not this guy. Like, so I'm not trying to get in tune with, listen to him. Like, yo, he lying. He lies so much. And it's impacting the entire nation. And they're standing by spineless... Oh, my goodness. Yo, just heartless, gutless. Like, you, you y'all are just... I mean, what are y'all going to say? What do you say to, I can't imagine, like, what do you say to your, your, your in-laws or your parents or your, your kids, your grandchildren? What are they going to say? What are they saying to them? Because you know kids are mouthy. Like, what? Dad. Oh, my God. You have no sense of, have you no decency after all? No sense of pride. Like, you're just lying. Well, my lying is paid for your college tuition. You better give me some respect. But you know who I am. My father would not have tolerated this. You better talk to Matthew. Apparently, Matthew is the guy 
that that's that's the guy that's that's disrespectful because that's the first thing that came to mind. You know, you better Donald, you Mary, get get her over here. I'm not gonna be disrespected in my house. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's why I don't start the day with um with politics because it gets you in the tizzy. See, how I'm all worked up now. Let me finish my breakfast. Yo, whatever y'all got going on today, y'all make it a good one. If you have not checked out the most recent episodes, go to Spotify. Apple Podcasts, tune in. They're on eight other platforms. Check it out. Share it with your friends. Let them know the number one podcast for running an entertainment in Connecticut. Peace.